Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you everyone for tuning in. God bless y'all. It's the second episode of the new year in 2022. And I thank you very much for tuning in. This is Minister E, your host and your only host. And I hope everyone's ready um, to really get it started this year. This year we're going hard. This year we're going <clears throat> to the extreme. And I'm going to bring for you... I'm going to bring to you valuable information <clears throat> that you guys can uh, take and really um, learn from and use in your everyday to day lives spiritually. It's going to be a very interesting year, and this is going to be a lo- a year, a year of success, a, a year of wealth, health for every single person. Amen. Confess it, declare it, and believe it. Amen. Have faith. We're going to have faith this year. Everybody, we're going to have faith. I just need you to tune in more. Amen. I'm bringing bangers. I'm bringing uh, special information that you, you're not going to hear in uh, many places. Amen. And big platforms. Well, maybe big platforms, but, you know, um, you're going to hear more and more of me every single day, whether you like it or not. And you're going to get used to my voice. <laughs> I know I sound sleepy right now. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh I know I sound sleepy right now. <laughs> but I'm fine. I just woke up. But let's let's ignore all that. Amen. Today's topic is going to be on the fruit of love. Amen. I know a lot of you are cold, you're bitter, angry, you hate each other, you hate yourself. You probably even hate me. You're just listening to me, just to listen to me. But listen, we're going to pray so God can get that hate out of you, that heart of stone out of you, amen? And we're going to ask for God for his fruit of love in our lives, amen? Amen. So I want to pray. I would like to pray before we start this episode so um, the Holy Spirit can uh, install in us his fruit of love uh, as you listen to this teaching, as you listen to to this word amen um i really want everyone to leave here at least loving themselves and having a love for something having a love whether it's um in what you do but first having a love for jesus amen because you can love all these other things you can love women you can love money you can love clubbing you can love etc you know all sorts of things but if you don't have love for jesus for christ that, that love it's it's gonna vanish Amen. And that's that's called idolizing. You idolize something other than Jesus. That's sin. When you idolize something, that's sin. You can love it, yes, but you cannot love it more than Jesus. I mean, Jesus, Jesus wants us to love him more than anything. Amen. So I want to pray um, and ask the Holy Spirit to install in us his fruit of love um, as we're tuning in and listening unto this episode. Amen. Father, I thank you very much for today's episode on the fruit of love. And I thank you very much for enabling me. Uh, follow God to be able to teach and to be able to help um, others understand uh, on the subject of the fruit of love. Lord, I ask you to use me as a vessel to help others understand what you want them to know, Lord, in these end times. So they can prepare so their hearts, follow God, aren't cold, so their hearts aren't made of stone, Lord, but their hearts are filled with your fruit of love, Lord. 
as I'm as we're going on and continuing as I'm as I'm continuing to teach on this podcast, Father. Uh, Jesus returned the last days. I ask you to touch the hearts of thousands and millions, Father God, to tune in it, into uh, this podcast, Father, so they can also uh, develop a heart of love for them to actually come and listen into this podcast. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Um, so today's subject is going to be on the fruit of love. Um, a lot of Christians... A lot of believers, you know, are cold-hearted. Amen. When I had just first entered uh, my my walk with Christ, I didn't know any of this stuff. I just thought you give your life to Jesus and that's it, like many Christians. Amen. But it's a it's a process. It's like when you um when you when you get hired for a job, you don't just get paid for doing nothing. You have to show up and work. And it's, that's the same for G. That's the same when you give your life to Jesus. You have to work. You know, we have to fight spiritually because the enemy now knows that you've given your life to Jesus. He's going to try every single thing he can so you can leave and uh, not be with Christ. Amen. One major observation and sign our Lord so much desired his disciples and the body of Christ is to understand uh, was about the end times and what to watch out for. Amen. There's going to be many deceivers and false prophets who will lead many, who will lead many astray. Amen. As it says in, in uh, Matthew twenty four eleven, many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Amen. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. I wonder why God left all this to happen and not destroy all the false prophets. I used to think that. I'm like, why doesn't God kill all the sinners? But then I went and got taught because the answer is found in Deuteronomy 6.5. You shall love your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. According to the scripture, God's greatest desire is to know that you love him unconditionally as he does towards us or you. Not to love him because you're expecting, because you're because you're expecting to be receiving from him, and nothing to flow from our side, but to love him for who he is, amen. So God wants us to love him, and to love others. God doesn't just want us to to um, love ourselves. God also wants us to love the false prophets. You know, tell them the truth. They're going to try and tell you. You know. Uh, false things, wrong things, but God doesn't want you to hate them or or be disrespectful to them, but to also love them just like he loves us, if that makes sense. God God calls his people to pursue and love him with all their heart, soul, and strength. And through his love, life and blessings are revealed to every Christian. And for this reason, <clears throat> if one is in pursuit of miracles more than a, being a miracle worker, then this person is not fit for the kingdom of God because in heaven there is only there will only be his love amen we want to be a miracle worker more than a person who receives miracles uh, give amen be be don't be a demand i mean don't beg but don't beg always give don't always be the one who's asking for things right you know 
when you pray, God, I want give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> you know, sometimes ask God in prayer to use you to bless somebody and see how that goes for some time. See how that goes, honestly. You know, see how that goes when you're praying. You know, you like to pray for yourself. You know, try praying for someone else, right? Try praying for someone else and see how that works out. You know, God will bless you when you pray for someone else a lot more than you pray for you. I feel like, you know, and God will enable you with the grace to be able to pray longer than you, you than you normally do when you pray for someone else. Because when you're praying for someone else, you're listing out all their problems, all their, all everything that's going on in their lives. Now imagine you're doing it for your whole family, your friends, community. You know, you you could go on f- for a while. You could go on for 20, 30 minutes not knowing. Right? But if it's you and you're praying for your problems, I don't know how many problems you got. You could go on for a solid five minutes, a couple minutes. Next thing you go to see God, give me this, this, this. Oh, you're done. Now what? Right? Um, But if you open up to... um. First Corinthians thirteen one to eight, it says, "Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels, but I have not love, I become a sounding brass or a clang- clinging cymbal. I don't know how you pronounce that symbol cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have faith, so that um I could remove I could move mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing." And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, burnt and have no love, I am nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, does not puffed up, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Bears all, th- bears with all things, hopes, hope in all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, <clears throat> they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. This is love. Amen. So, we want to. It doesn't matter how good you think of a person you are. Amen. If you have no love, it means nothing. It doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter how strong you are, how famous you are. A lot of these celebrities are cold-hearted. But there's some who also love people. Amen. All that money they're making, all that fame. When they die, that fame, it goes nowhere. It ends here on earth. Amen. Amen. You don't know who they are behind closed doors. Amen. How they treat people. I've seen some of these celebrities... Uh, being exposed to how they treat their co-workers, how they uh, treat people in their family. Amen. They're fighting their own family. Amen. Amen. So we, we, we want to have love in our lives. You know, have ask God for his fruit of love to be in our lives, not to have pride, ego in our lives. Because these are the end times. The devil's going to do whatever he can to try and drag as many people to hell and you're not going to be part of them in the name of Jesus. Amen. You're going to be he- you're going to heaven. You're going to be a citizen of heaven. Amen. You're a citizen of heaven. Declare it. 
Man, nothing can be compared to the love of God. His love will give us the strength to endure tribulations, uh, the tribulation period, right from the beginning until the holding on to his trust as our Lord God. But those pursuing miracles more than the love of God will end up bowing down and worshiping false prophets. Amen. I've seen false prophets. People are listening to false prophets. False prophets are everywhere. Malls, schools, restaurants. They're everywhere. They even leave flyers at your door. They're everywhere. They're trying to do everything they can in these end times to make sure they drag as many people as with them to hell. And you just got to be careful. You want to ask God for your, his spirit of discernment. His spirit of discernment to help you out. To help you to see. Amen. Um, but in uh, Romans 8.35. No. 8.35 to 37. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is has been written for your sake we are cry, we are killed all day we are counted sheep for the slaughter yet in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us being sure that nothing shall separate us from the love of god this gives us the confidence that our love for god is not in vain but of such great great gain but if our love for god remains strong this love will bring us such great deliverance even during the tough times in our lives why? Because when you have love for God, you're going to have strong faith in him. You're going to believe in him and believe that he's going to get you through every single problem in your life, every problem in your life. Amen. Every situation in your life that you're not that you're not really embracing, God will God will get you out of it and God will save you. Amen. For example, uh Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. <clears throat> held on to their unconditional love for God in the midst of the fire. They continued to worship God, and their faith never wavered. Can you imagine? If it was me, I would have been burnt alive. Do you know how much faith you have to have that fire doesn't burn you? Listen, I need to get to that point. I need to get to that level. I'm over here chilling. I need to get there. Right? Here it says um, in Daniel three fifteen to 18. Now, if you are ready... At the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, and palstry, and symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image of which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of every burning fiery furnace, and who will deliver you from my hands? Ooh. <clears throat> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand. Amen. Or king, if you if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Their faith was so strong that God, that Jesus, joined them in the fire to deliver them. In verse 23 and 25. Amen. Then um, the king was, was surprised and astonished that um, they weren't burnt in the fire. Amen. They weren't burnt. They weren't burnt. 
and then in uh wait no yeah they weren't burnt um and the king the king went and answered and see, said i see four men walking loose in the midst of the fire and they weren't hurt and the he said four men the fourth was the son of god that's jesus who was with them in that fire he protected them can you imagine that's dope if you ask me like you're in the fire you you're in the fire but you're not burning that's crazy to me amen amen uh and paul and silas were put in a prison because of their found <clears throat> newfound unconditional love they got into praising and worshiping god demonstrating their love for god and glorifying him and this brought about god's intervention in acts 16:25-26 but at midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns hymns to god and the prisoners were listening suddenly and there was a great earthquake so that so so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed amen loving the lord with all your heart and soul is the first commandment jesus taught us and get jesus gave us and taught us <clears throat> the benefits thereof amen in john um 14:21 to 24 he who has my commandments and keeps them, he who it is, he it is who loves me, and he whom loves me shall be loved by my father and will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas Iscariot said to him, said unto him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not the world? Jesus answered and said to him, if a man loves me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and he will come unto him and the words which you hear is not mine but the father's the father's which sent me amen lord brings deliverance amen lord will bring deliverance um therefore no evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon a, the lion and the cobra. <clears throat> the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot, because he has set his eyes his eyes upon me. Thereof, thereof I will deliver him. Amen. God God means loving God means you love him more than you love your life. That's crazy. When I first heard that I was like, I love me. A lot of people are going to be like, I love me more than anyone. I put me before anyone. If you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone. That's not necessarily true. I mean, when I first heard you have to love God more than you love yourself, it, it just didn't make sense to me. <laughs> right? To this day, I'm still trying to make it make sense. And I still need a better explanation. But here in his word, it says, loving God means that you love him more than you love your life. And this, you can even give your life for his sake. That's why we gave our life to him. For him to be with us, take care of us, protect us. Work in our lives, amen? And have a relationship with him. You don't just give your life to anyone. <laughs> right? You don't just give your life to anyone. Amen? And we've seen people in this world, celebrities, people out there on social media, 
who have sacrificed and lost their lives for the sake of their religions, nation, and for many other reasons, which means they love those things more than they love their lives. For example, basketball. I love basketball. I really love basketball, but I cannot love basketball more than God. That's the cold-hearted truth. I've caught myself in instances where I can't stop thinking about basketball, and I have to stop that. You know, I have to ask God to put it to the side so I can focus on Him. Right? That's a cold-hearted truth. A lot of players in the NBA, a lot of players um, love the game more than God. You know, you ask them, when was the last time that you picked up a Bible? If you ask them that question, what do you think their response will be? Right? So it's it's better to have a relationship with God, love God more than anything in this world. Because it's only God who will get you out of a big mess that you've gotten yourself in. It's only God who will be there for you when no one's there for you. Amen? Because he loves us. He takes care of you protects you every single day. I mean, there's nothing really that you can do to make him love you more. Amen? Amen? Oh, the scripture I was just reading before that was Psalms 91, 10 to 14. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. My bad. I forgot to say that. All right. It's our, responsi- it's our responsibility to obey and embrace the word of God in order to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and soul. The second commandment that Jesus gave to us is that we should love one another, which is loving your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus said, just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. This commandment has been undermined and has uh, had a lot of resistance. And the devil knows very well that if we obey this commandment, God's commandment towards us, our lives will be fulfilled. No, if we obey, if we are, if we are to obey this commandment, God's will towards us will be fulfilled in our lives. Amen. And if you open up to the, this last scripture in Leviticus 19:18, you shall not cheat your neighbor nor rob him. The wages of him who is hired shall not remain with you all night until morning. Amen. For the commandment, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, in Leviticus 19:18, let me explain that. You shall not cheat your neighbor nor rob him. Don't, don't, you shall, the wages of him who is hired shall not remain with you all night until morning love your neighbor you know take care of your neighbors those people who you disrespect yell at talk about gossip you know try to do all things those people are important in your lives why because when it comes in time when you're in trouble and you go ask them for help the 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 way you've been treating them from the day you met them will matter amen and there's some people whereby they'll even help you off instinct and there are people who will hate you off instinct just by the way you treated them from the first day from the first day so love your neighbor more than love your neighbor the commandment is love your neighbor as you love yourself i know that's hard for some of you you love yourself oh if i don't love myself i can't love anyone my friend it says it right here it says it right here jesus also warned us that um lawlessness will abound and the love of many will grow cold many will be offended betraying one another and hating one another amen and that hate and many will be offended betray one another and will hate one another and false prophets will rise up and deceive many matthew twenty four ten to 12 i think i read that before 
Amen. Paul warns us in 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5, but know this, that in the last days, perilous, perilous, perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good traitors, headstrong, haughty, haughty, uh, haughty lovers, pleasures, haughty lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power from such people turn away. Amen. Amen. Our number one enemy is not the problems we're facing or what we are yet to face, neither the problem, neither uh, the causes of the problems, right? But the, the way we react and respond to these problems, towards them, to such problems, either through revenge, unforgiveness, bitterness, stress, we should resist. Amen. Because such, we, when we resist the devil's temptations, Amen. We'll do anything to please God and stay and keep God's presence in our lives. That's the goal. We want to keep God's love in our lives at whatever cost. Amen. And and in these end times, the devil's going to do whatever he can to move us from God, to remove God's love out of our lives, to putting bitterness, stress, hate in our spirits for us to hate one another. Amen. But we're going to pray. We're going to pray and we're going to pray and plead to God for uh, his His fruit of love in our lives. Amen. Because in these end times, we don't want our hearts to go cold because of something someone did 10 years ago or your friend hurt you emotionally, verbally, physically, you know. But we're going to ask for God's love to be in our in our spirits, for God's love to be bigger than anything in our lives, to be bigger than the hate, to be bigger th- than the unforgiveness, whereby it drives out the unforgiveness, whereby God will drive out and root out all the unforgiveness, bitterness, stress, worry out of our lives, for his love to shine in our hearts and in our lives. Amen. Amen. Let's pray and um, really seek God. Let's ask God to remove that heart of stone and ask for a heart of flesh, his heart of flesh, for the, so we can have the fruits of the Holy Spirit, so we can have God's, the fruit of love in our spirits. Amen. I know a lot of you are tired of listening to me, but I mean, these are, these are things, these are end time problems, you know, just something like love. If we all loved one another, there wouldn't be all these uh, problems in in this world, right? So let's pray and um, ask God for his fruit of love to shine in our lives. Amen. Father, I thank you very much for today's episode. I thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in into today's episode to uh, learn about the fruit of love. I thank you very much, Father, for um, your word and for your love. For your, for your fruit of love in these end times, follow God. I want to repent and apologize for treating people with disrespect, hating people, backbiting, slanderous, being slanderous, committing adultery, follow God. I've done all these things, follow God, uh, whereby um, I've regretted them to this day because I didn't have your love in my heart. 
And Lord, I ask that you help me to learn. I ask you teach me about your love every single day, Lord. Whether it's the harsh way or the easiest way, Lord. Whatever way that you want me to learn it, Father, I'll take it. And I ask that you remove and drive out, root out every single thing that has prevented me in my spirit from loving people in my life. Whether it's my neighbor, family, friends, uh, people who have uh, authority in my life, follow God. I ask for your fruit of love um, to shine and to drive out all the darkness in my spirit that's prevented me from moving forward in my, in my life with you, Jesus. I thank you, follow God. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your love, Jesus. And I ask for your presence to be with me in these end times. I ask for your spirit of discernment to also help me uh, to be able to judge and to be able to pay attention when false prophets are talking, when false prophets are talking, and when they're trying to do something, follow God. I ask for your spirit of love to help me love them and to show and to let them know that what they're doing is wrong instead of disrespecting them and hurting them. Follow God. I thank you very much for today's episode on the fruit of love. And Jesus, I love you. And I thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in into today's episode. Um to I thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in into into today's episode to learn about the fruit of love. In your precious name I pray. And I cover them and dedicate them all in the blood of Jesus. And Lord, I ask for your fruit of love to pour out and to flow in their hearts and their spirits so they can also walk in love, Jesus. So they can also walk in blessings and in abundances. In your precious name I pray. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit build us all now forevermore. Amen. Thank you everybody for tuning in into this episode on the fruit of love. I hope you can start loving yourself, start loving God, start loving your neighbors, start loving everyone in your lives. You know, tests are going to come. The devil's going to tempt you. But I mean, keep, 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 keep going. Keep loving, you know, endure. Amen. And uh, God will work for you. Amen. I love y'all. Please stay tuned for another episode tomorrow.